Hello everyone and welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. Here we'll discuss everything related to the wide world of automobiles, including culture, news, games, interviews, and events. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the show today, today. This, hey, uh, this episode was supposed to happen yesterday. I thought there was a reveal yesterday and there wasn't! Well, not for the cars that I was I was expecting to be revealed, so this came a day later than I was expecting. But we're going to get into the first car. We're going to get into the first of the two reveals, because the second one is... Oh boy, there's a lot to do with that one. So, this one. The 2021 Jeep Wrangler 4xe. Yes, the 4xe is finally here. Plugs into the heart of the 4x4 class with, <laughs> get this, 375 horsepower. Jeep's ambitions to electrify its range of SUVs continue with the introduction of the Wrangler 4xe. This article comes courtesy of Carscoops. I actually meant to do the road and track one first, but whatever. Joining the likes of the Renegade 4xe and Compass 4xe, the plug-in hybrid model com combines the 2-liter turbocharged engine with no less than two electric motors fed by a 17-kilowatt-hour lithium-ion battery positioned beneath the back seats. The powertrain delivers a combined output of 375 horsepower, or 280 kilowatts, and, and a peak torque figure of 470 pound-feet, or 637 newton meters, which means that the new Wrangler 4xe offers more thrust than even the 3-liter V6 diesel variant. Charging up the battery will give the new 4x4 an electric range of up to 25 miles, or 40 kilometers, with the special driving mode available via the buttons positioned on the left side of the dashboard. It, it seems to be right near where the light controls are. Other driving modes include the hybrid and e-save, with the latter saving up the battery juice for later the battery juice for later use. The model also supports one pedal driving. I'm not a fan of that. Available in 10 paint finishes, it features electric blue accents on the outside, and the rugged Rubicon gets the hue on the hood decal, and the exterior badges in front and rear tow hooks. The cabin remains familiar, bar the model-specific gauge cluster and, in and infotainment menus, and electric blue stitching. I like the stitching. I mean, I'm a blue fanboy, so... Of course I would like the stitching. Good touch though. Set to arrive at dealerships in the US, Europe, and China by early next year, the Wrangler 4xe will be available in three versions in our market, dubbed the 4xe, Sahara 4xe, and Rubicon 4xe. The first two will feature standard four-wheel drive, Dana solid axles, two-speed transfer cases, and available limited slip differential, while the, Ro while the Rubicon will add the rock track system, electric front and rear axle lockers, and electronic sway bar disconnect for improved off-road prowess. Wearing the trail-rated badge, the Wrangler 4xe will become available with a few official accessories, such as the 2-inch lift kit, specially designed for this model, off-road bumpers, trail lights, and beadlock-capable wheels, to name a few. Delving a little bit more specifically into the powertrain, though, the Wrangler 4xe starts with a 2-liter turbocharged 4-cylinder engine, which normally has 270 horsepower and 295 pound-feet of torque, and adds, as we, see, as we heard before, two electric motors. The first motor is or the first is a motor generator that replaces the alternator. The second takes the place of the torque converter in the 8-speed automatic, capable of propelling the vehicle on its own or adding oomph to the gasoline engine's output, so sort of like a mild hybrid arrangement. A 17-kilowatt-hour battery pack under the rear seat powers the whole operation, but we kind of heard about that before. The battery is replenished by a charging port at the base of the windshield on the driver's side. You might see that near the trail-rated badge. It's the thing that looks like, looks like a snorkel, uh, snorkel attachment, yeah, that's that's actually where the charging port is. By the gasoline end, hold on. The battery is replenished by a charging port at the base of the base of the windshield on the driver's side by the gasoline engine or through 
regenerative braking. Oh, okay. With up to 25 miles of electric-only driving. The plug-in hybrid Wrangler offers three driving modes. The default hybrid, the default hybrid mode pri prioritizes battery power, bringing the gasoline engine online as needed. Electric mode goes battery only unless the driver demands full throttle or the charge state dips too low, while e-save mode uses the gasoline engine to propel the vehicle, recharging the battery or maintaining it at full charge for later use. The 4xe drivetrain is available on base, Sahara, and Rubicon models, and it offers all the off-road capability we've come to expect from the Wrangler. Hybrid and, pur and pure electric drive modes are available with four-wheel driving gauge, including four-low, and Jeep promises that the instant torque of the hybrid drivetrain makes delicate four-wheeling maneuvers easy. And with electric propulsion, the 4xe can traverse rough terrain nearly silently, allowing you to enjoy the sights and sounds of the deep wilderness uninterrupted. Like all conventional Wrangler models, the 4xe is certified to ford water up to 30 inches deep and can tow up to 3,500 pounds when properly optioned. Pricing, unfortunately, though, has yet to be announced. I'd expect... I'm expecting nearly 50 grand, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not expecting this thing to be that cheap. We'll have to wait and see, though. So, for the most part, it looks exactly like a JL Wrangler, except with some electric blue outlining and some blue-specific decal, or, well, blue outlines, blue highlights, electric blue highlights, and 4xe electric blue outlines on the Rubicon decals. But again, otherwise, it looks pretty much like a normal Wrangler. Now, the only thing that I'm noticing here that might be disappointing to some is that it seems like the 4xe Wrangler it would seem, so far, you'd have to get the Unlimited to get it. I'm not seeing any press images of two-door two door 4xe Wranglers. All I'm seeing, the only thing that I have seen so far, is Wrangler Unlimited 4xe photos. So if you were hoping to get, if you're hoping to get a two-door 4xe, you might be out of luck. That's pretty much it, though, because again, it looks like a normal Wrangler, so there's not much to comment on there. I'm not, I'm not a fan of the 25-mile electric-only driving range. That, to me, is really not that good. But with the big tires and the heavy-duty off-road suspension and all that, I guess it could be a lot worse. And the technology could get better down the road because this is their first application, the first production application, anyway, of an electric-only driving mode on a Wrangler because the last time Chrysler did this was back in about 2008-2010 when they made the Jeep Wrangler Feb, and that was a JK. So the, that was the last time we saw a Wrangler of this type. So finally... You know, finally, that car came to fruition, and then the Chrysler Town & Country minivan, because that also existed. Well, we finally have a hybrid minivan, but it does have an electric-only mode. So we have two out of the three electric cars that were supposed to come out back in 2010 when Daimler Chrysler was still a thing. The only one we don't have now is the Dodge Circuit EV, which is not likely to happen at all, which is quite a shame. But at least we got the two out of the three. So what do you guys think, though? Like I said, I'm expecting it to be 50,000. The 25-mile range isn't great to me. That's pretty poor, but could be worse. And hopefully it'll get better with future, I don't know, future updates and with future applications of this model. The power is great, though. The Outside of the, three, the, the rumored 392 Wrangler, this is the most powerful Wrangler we've gotten from the factory essentially ever. It's fantastic. Anyway, though, I hope you enjoyed. If you did, then please like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast and share the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, then please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Hitting the little notification bell and then all notifications. That way you'll be notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road but don't have or want the Podbean mobile app, well then just boot up wherever you get your podcast before you go. Type in Cody's Car Conundrum and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I hope you all enjoyed. I'll see you next time. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars if I'm being honest. 
If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.